Hey friend, are you struggling to find consistent paid speaking gigs? Do you want to know the exact six steps that you can take to find and book more paid speaking opportunities in 2024? Well, we want to make that easy for you. We've created a new free resource with the help of Dan Irvin, one of our highly successful speakers on our team. Dan has booked over $100,000 in paid speaking gigs in the last few years, and his six-step process is going to help you maximize your chances of getting booked and paid to speak in any industry. You're going to learn how to get started prospecting, master discovery calls, and proposal emails and so much more. All you got to do is go to thespeakerlab.com slash steps and we're going to send you this 18-page guide straight to your inbox. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash steps and you're going to get that free guide. Hey, thanks for listening. You're awesome. Hey, what's up, friends? Grant Baldwin here. Welcome back to the Speaker Lab podcast. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're having a great day. We really do appreciate you being here. All right, we are on part seven of this eight-part series. We've got one more stretch in this series to go uh, before we get to the finish line. But uh, we've been, if you haven't already, you definitely need to go back and listen to one through six here because we've been following along uh, with Brian Elaine as he's been working on his speaking business and we've been doing some coaching with him. And, and you know, the reason we decided to do this is I think Brian is, represents a, a lot of you that may be listening and you're going, I, I want to do this. I think I can do this, but I, I have some of the same doubts and insecurities and I wonder will this work for me? And so Brian was uh, exactly in those shoes. And so we've been following along with Brian uh, on this process, on this journey. And um, I'm excited to, to give you episode seven today. So let's talk through what's going to happen. This is actually a two-part series uh, or two-part episode. And so the first part, is what has happened is he's been emailing some potential clients, got a really positive response. Uh, and then we recorded the call right before he called her. So he's like, okay, I got a positive response. What do I do? We hopped on immediately. We recorded something. I walked him through the step-by-step process of exactly what he needed to do next. All right. So that's the first part that you're going to hear. Okay. The second part is, is what we're going to talk about is after uh, a couple days playing chase with her, he finally had a call with her. We recorded an update on how the call went and what his next steps, what his next options were would be there. All right. So kind of a two part recording, two part coaching call, uh, over a couple of days here is what you're going to hear. So, uh, let's jump right into it. This is the conversation with Brian Elaine. Enjoy. Okay. Here we are. You, you just literally, I got your message on Slack. My heart started beating a little quicker. So <laughs> talk, talk us through what you got. Okay. So, um, this is a response from an email I sent out two days ago. And uh, she said, thanks for reaching out. I've not been on top of the conference this year. This one, by the way, is one that's um, first week of December. So okay. which is three, three weeks away from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she said, I've not been on top of my conference. I'm still trying to figure things out right now. Um, you would, looks like you'd be a great addition, possibly this year or next. However, at this time, we don't really have a budget to pay any of our presenters. Sometimes we can do a bit to cover travel. I didn't see anything about costs on your website. Uh, by the way, we have mutual friends, somebody you had listed on your page. Let me know if you have any more specifics and we can go from there. Okay, cool. So you just got that a couple minutes ago? Uh, yep, six minutes ago. Okay, so my next step is to call her now, okay? Okay. Uh, now, as soon as we're off here, you're calling her. Uh, and basically, here's how the conversation's gonna go. Um, first thing you're going to do is just double check with her. Hey, did I catch you at a good time? I just got your email. I figured I'd give you a quick call and, and we could talk through some some ideas there. Okay. Um, okay. Which, 
is going to be simpler than exchanging email. The goal is always to get someone on the phone. So she's giving you some level of interest. So this is green light, green light, green light, call them immediately. Okay. Okay. Don't try to schedule a call. Don't try to set up something. I'm calling them now. So call her, double check. Hey, did I catch you at a good time? I know I just got your email. Because the other thing this is going to do, this is going to impress her. And we're like, we've talked about a lot of these little interactions are just little touch points and kind of precursor of what it's going to be like to work with you. So you getting an email, you calling her immediately just shows that you're on the ball. So okay. check with her, see how schedule is. Are you good? You got a couple minutes to chat? Cool. So, um, so tell me about your conference. I had a quick chance to look it up and I see, see it's coming up. We have just a couple of weeks away. Um, so talk to me about the conference. And at this point, you're just going to ask her a bunch of questions. Okay? okay. So you don't need to, my name's Brian. Here's my spiel. Here's what I talk about. Here's why I'd be a good fit. None of that. We'll get to that. At this point, we're just asking a whole bunch of questions. Tell me about the event. How long, uh, how many, how often, um, uh, or how long have you been in charge of the event? How long have you been there? Is this something that you do on an annual basis? Who are speakers that you've had in the past? Um, is there any type of theme or the goal that you have for the conference? When attendees leave the conference, is there any main takeaways that you really want them to have? You're just gathering intel at this point. Um, okay. So ask a crap load of questions because the other thing to remember here is remember people do business with people they know, like, and trust. So you're also trying to just make a personal connection with her. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, cause now she may have a committee or she may be the deciding factor and she may be like, I just, I really like Brian. He's on top of his game. Um, we have a mutual friend, like any of that type of stuff that you can lean into do that. So ask all the questions you can think of, um, just gathering information. And then, um, then you can start talking about, um, well, let me tell you what I think could be a good fit for your event. And that's where you can start to go into I have this presentation. You may have seen a little bit about it. Here's the nutshell of what it's about. And what you're, what you're trying to do is make sure that you present it in a way that regurgitates back to her what she already told you she's looking for, right? Okay. Um, so, so for example, let's say, I know you basically kind of have one core talk. If you had, let's say, a couple of talks, this would be like, think of it this way. If you were at a restaurant and um, you're looking at like everything looks good and you're asking the, the, uh, the waiter or waitress, you know, what's good? What they ought to do is just ask you a bunch of questions. What are you in the mood for? Are you pretty hungry and not, or looking for something light? Do you like seafood? What kind of seafood do you like? Are you looking for more of a, a burger or a steak? Um, any pizzas that sound good or not sound good? You're trying to narrow it down so then they could say, cool, based on everything you told me, here's what I think would be best for you. Uh, and so that's what you're trying to do is trying to gather a bunch of intel and then go back to her and say, hey, here's, um, here's what could be a fit. Now, the one thing that she mentioned was budget. Um, we don't really have a budget to pay any of our presenters. Sometimes we can do a bit to cover travel. Is this uh, a local thing or semi-local? Uh, it's not. This is in Indiana. Okay. Um, so there would be some travel for you. Do you know much about the, the conference itself in terms of like who else would be there? Um, I don't. I believe this is uh, an NGCOA golf course owners conference. So it's very similar to the one that I was in Pennsylvania probably going to have uh, Indiana golf course owners as okay. well as some vendors, that sort of thing. Okay, great. Um, so it could, so one of the wins here is there could be other potential clients there. Is that fair? Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. Um, the other thing too, is like you mentioned, um, anytime you find one state association, there's probably 49 other associations in all the other states. And so if you get in with the Indiana one, it's a lot easier for you to say, 
tell the other 49, Hey, I just spoke with at Indiana's conference. It was awesome. You can check with, in fact, here's a, you know, a testimonial I got from, you know, this person. Uh, and they were, they, uh, we had a great experience together. I'd love to work with you because now you've removed the risk for, for another state. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what I would do then is, um, I would, I would absolutely bring up fees and just ask her, um, ask her, Hey, I know that you, I know that you mentioned, um, you, you may not really have a budget. Um, uh, but is there any type of budget that you're trying to, you're trying to stay within? Cause it sounds like shit from what you described, it's somewhat wishy-washy of what they have. Um, yeah. so they may have something there. And like you mentioned, the other thing is they're up against the gun. They got a conference in three or four weeks. Um, so they gotta, they gotta figure out something. Yeah. Um, so that's what I would do. Um, does that all make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good. You nervous? Good you giddy? You excited? Um, yeah, a little of all of it. I think I like the idea of giving her a call. I, d- I don't think I would have thought to do that. I would have tried to keep it with email. I would have tried to craft yeah. things, you know, and word things a certain yeah. way. But and again, like yeah, I said, like, like this idea. is a this is a relationship business, and like you're you're going to build a relationship with her much quicker over the phone than you can over email. And so you can go with the back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, or you can pick up and talk to her right now. And again, she's under the gun because she's got a conference coming up. So yeah. it's a, it's a real, it's a big win for you to, to call her and, and talk to her right away. And so, you know, obviously the crux of her email was like, Hey, cost is you, you sound interesting, but I think ultimately cost is going to be and budget is going to be what, what determines whether or not you come out here or not, mm-hmm. if you're interested. So that to me, that translates to the phone call as well. And I will definitely ask her questions and try to put myself out there. But when it does come to the money discussion, mm-hmm. what is my end game going into it? Yep. Yep. Is there anything I'm trying to absolutely avoid or anything I'm trying to absolutely accomplish? Okay. So one thing that you want to do is, um, we don't want to just discount or do something for free just for the sake of doing something for free, right? You're exchanging value for value. So if you're going to do something for either reduced rate or you're going to do something for free, you need to get something out of it in return. Okay. And that value can come in a couple different forms. So one thing that would be really simple for her, that would be a huge win for you would be this. If you told her, um, uh, and you don't have to necessarily get in the weeds with her on this, but just kind of keep in the back of your mind mm-hmm. that, um, uh, okay, let's say that I come in and I do a great job for you. Uh, one thing that would be valuable is, uh, I'm starting to speak more and more at these types of conferences and events. Obviously you are well connected in this space, assuming I do a good job and it's predicated on me doing a good job. Uh, I would like for you to make introductions to five other people that you think I would be a good fit for. Right. That's okay. it cost her nothing to do that. But for you, it'd be a huge win. Uh, as, if she makes those personal introductions, that makes sense. Yeah. So that's the type of thing that we would be going for with this. Um, the other thing would be, it may be the type of thing where maybe she, they just cover travel. Um, and that can, that can still be, that can still be a win because you don't have any hard costs out of it at that point. Right. Um, and because you would be, um, from where you are in Pennsylvania is a big state. So headed to Indiana, is that drivable or would you need to fly? Probably not. It's probably 10, 12 hours, I'm guessing. Okay. All right. Um, So it's, it's going to cost a flight and it's going to cost a, you know, a night or two hotel. Um, So you're probably looking at, you know, 750 or so in 
um, just travel expenses, depending on what they might cover. Um, so, so what I would do is, um, one thing we haven't really talked about, do you have any sense of what you would want to charge as a speaker? Um, I, I think we talked a little bit about that because I feel like a thousand dollars was kind of what we talked about, maybe a starting fee or what, what I'd like to, when I was thinking about my business and how much income I'd like to bring in, I think that's the baseline we talked about. Okay. So what I would do then is, um, I would tell her, I would say your normal rate is $2,000 and that includes travel. So you just okay. build, build that in because that way there's just one lump cost there. And so what may happen is that way, um, uh, if she, so if she, if she tells you kind of, let's, let's play this out. If she, um, you ask her, uh, I know that you mentioned in your email that, um, uh, you may be a little limited on budget. Do you mind me asking what you're, you're trying to stay within or what you have to work with there? Well, we have, you know, we, we literally just have a couple hundred bucks. That's all we've got. Um, I don't even know if it's possible that we can get you for that or we can make that work. Okay. So your reply is going to be, um, well, totally understand that. We understand that a lot of events and organizations may have a limited budget. I know that you're, you know, the events coming up really soon as well. Uh, there's a lot of expenses that go into an event. So, uh, our normal fee is $2,000 for one talk. Um, or, um, you know, if you need an additional talk, that's something that we could kind of think through as well. Um, but since I know you're, you're limited on it, let me give it some thought on what might, what we might be able to do to make it work. And, uh, circle back with you, but I'd love to make this work. Uh, cause ultimately you want to figure out what's, what's the win-win, right? Yeah. Um, but you want to be able to name a number so that she knows that she wants to feel like she's, she's getting some type of deal. Right. Yeah. Um, and again, if, if, if she said, if you said, Hey, my fee is 2000 and she's like, I have $500. Okay. If she has $500 plus she, she provides some of those, um, uh, personal introductions uh, and let's say that they video it for you as well. And there's a photographer there and you get pictures out of it. So you get 500 bucks, um, video pictures and five introductions. That's all valuable stuff for you. Right. right. So it may be a, a, a total win for you, but at least you've set some type of bar of I'm bringing value to the table and I'm, I, I can't just do this for free out of the goodness of my heart. I'm running a business. Right. Right. Um, so that's the approach that you're, you're taking on this. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So if it seems like there's a little bit of a chasm there between what I want and what she has, then it's fine to say, let me give it some thought. Yeah, totally. Because the reality is, is she's not going to say, cool, let's do it. Let's book it. Um, now granted she is up against the gun. So what, um, what I would say is, um, if there is kind of that chasm there, then, um, uh, and you're like, Hey, just let, let me chew on it. I know you're up against the gun. Let me get back with you. Um, either later today or first thing tomorrow, uh, after you talk, hit me back and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll hop back on here and, and, and debrief. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to, uh, yeah, I'm going to give her a call and, uh, I'm, I'm guessing she's not going to pick up because these days, you know, nobody picks up a, a phone number that they don't recognize, but I will leave a brief message and, uh, what do you do? Okay. So in that case, um, you call her, she doesn't answer. Um, I would go ahead and leave a message. Hey, it's Brian. I just got your email. I figured it'd be simpler just to give you a call. Uh, I know you, that you may be busy, so I'll, uh, I'll shoot you an email back and, and we can try to connect. So go ahead and leave her a message, but then also try, um, 
responding to the email. Hey, I just left you a voicemail. Uh, I thought it might be simpler just to hop on the phone and talk through a couple of things. Do you have a couple quick minutes that I could give you a shout? Um, and so I'd, I'd approach it that way. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. Go caller, report right. back. We are all, right. all on pins and needles right now. <laughs> no pressure. All right, no pressure at all. All right, so now we're gonna get into part two, where again, like I mentioned before, he's played chase with her, finally gets her on a call, and we're gonna talk about what happened after the call. So uh, let's jump into part two of today's episode. All right, so we're back here with Brian. Uh, Brian, when we had recorded the previous little session, this was a few days ago um, of actual recording time. A few days ago, you uh, sent an email, got a reply from this lady. She seemed pretty intrigued. And then you basically played chase with her for the next several days. C catch yourself on what's happened since then. Because this is five days ago, four days ago. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. And she seemed pretty intrigued, but she also said right out of the bat, I don't have much of a budget if at all. And we had the factor that her conference was like two and a half weeks away, maybe, or three weeks away. Yeah. So that was kind of the most frustrating part about not being able to get a hold of her. I had left a voicemail on your recommendation. She didn't get back to me until that evening and said, Hey, I'll, I'll, I was busy, but I think I can email you tomorrow or call you tomorrow. But then she never did. So then the following day I sent her an email saying, Hey, I'm free all day. Here's my number. Love to hear from you. And then I, it was like three or four days where she didn't reach out kind of towing that fine line between, I don't want to harass her, right. um, but I don't want to also, you know, drop the ball. So then here we are, I guess, five days later, uh, five or six days later. And I called her, called this morning. They said she's not until the afternoon. I called this afternoon and I got the, uh, let me see if I can find her, which I knew was uh, <laughs> code for. So I didn't even know if she was going to take the call because I thought, well, gee, now we're two weeks from the conference. She had yeah. five days to actually follow up and didn't. But she did take the call, so uh, I did finally get a chance. That's weird. Like, there's it seems like there's just zero sense of urgency for them to for her to get someone. Yeah, and and kind of she was very nice, and within like maybe five minutes of talking, she had already mentioned the fact that she didn't really have a budget at all, basically. So yeah. I think that was probably the lack of motivation on her part was that she was probably thinking this is not really going to lead anywhere. Although she did say up front like. Yeah, I don't really have a budget, but maybe for next year, this is something that could work. So that was good. But I, but I, you know, I kind of, you had kind of sort of given me a script of, you know, ask her some questions about the conference. And so I didn't want to give up on that. So I did. I said, uh, tell me a little bit more about the conference. Uh, how long have you been running it? And uh, so we got a good 10, 12 minutes of conversation. Um, cool. I got to learn more about what she was up to and the role she was playing with the organization some of her frustrations, some of her wins. So that was good. Um, and then it kind of felt like we were getting to a dead end. So I, I said, well, I did put my number out there because she asked. Um, and you had said, yeah, tell her 2000 plus expenses. What was her uh, reaction? I, I mean, was it just like, oh, wow, wow. I mean, uh, there's no way we could ever afford that of any year. Or was she, did that seem reasonable? Or what was her reaction? Yeah, it was it was more of I would say resignation of like yeah, it's not going to work for this year. But yeah. but but she still I don't know that she came back to hey maybe next year. But 
she definitely didn't make it seem like I had just priced myself out or anything like that. So um, was that surprising to you at all? Yeah, I guess it, now that I think about it, it's, it, it, um, I, in the moment it wasn't, but now that I think about it, I, I'm like, Oh, you know what? That was kind of a win. I got my price out there and the conversation kept going and I don't think she was any less interested. In <laughs> she me, didn't hang so. up on you. <laughs> yeah. So actually now that I think about it, uh, I'm pretty happy about that. Okay. So, um, all right. So at this point you, you talk to her, have a good conversation, but, um, uh, they don't have the budget. The event is at this point a week and a half away, two weeks away. Uh, yeah. Next two week? weeks away, two weeks away, two weeks away from, uh, from tomorrow. So, okay. um, there's so where a, did you, where did you basically leave the conversation? So I think we were both, I said, it's great meeting you. And I think we were both happy to have the phone call. And I said, let me, can't remember the exact line here. I wrote it down. Uh, let me give it some thought. That's what you told me to say. And so that's exactly what I said. I said, well, you know, let me give it some thought. I know you don't really have much of a budget, but um, let me just give it some thought and see if there's any way we could make this work. And she responded with, yeah, let me, let me take a look at the registration numbers again. Um, because I, she had mentioned earlier, like registration fluctuates with this conference. Sometimes they have 80 courses show up, sometimes 30. Okay. And so that was kind of promising. Um, and you know, also she had mentioned that, uh, it's a two day conference, like a networking event, the one night, and then a full day the next day, uh, at the networking event, they do have a guy who's going to be there who is like the CEO of the national golf course owners association. Yeah. Um, this guy, Jay Karen, I've heard his name before. I've heard him on podcasts. Definitely somebody that would be great to meet a good connection. Yeah. So, um, but that's where we left it. I told her I would get back to her in the next day or two. She said, looking forward to hearing from you. Um, and so I've got some options now, I guess, or I got to decide how I do okay. want to follow up. With and so an actual recording time, you talked to her today, like just a couple hours ago. So yeah, a couple hours you would ago. potentially be following up with her tomorrow. Yep. Okay. So, uh, on that, I would say, let's follow up with her like just first thing tomorrow because one, they are on a tight timeline. And two, again, like we've talked about all of these quick little touch points are just showing like, this is what it's like to work with me. Um, so, okay. So you ask, um, who else was going to be there? You mentioned, or as far as like even attendees, um, anywhere from 30 to 80 golf course owners, um, that may be there. Uh, I know one of the other things, like just going way back in the conversation, the part of what you're interested in is not just speaking, but also consulting, perhaps doing some consulting or some um, freelance marketing work with some of these courses. Um, did you get the sense of like, okay, the other, um, the attendees that would be at this event, there's a lot of potential that could come from this in other ways beyond just, just speaking. So could this be like a lead gen type of opportunity for you? I think it could be. She actually mentioned when she was talking about registration, she thought were a little bit lower this year. She said, you know, so because of that, that might be one more reason why you don't want to try to make this work this year. Um, but, you know, on the flip side, if there are 30 or 40 owners there, then that absolutely could be a touch point for me to potentially get some work down the road, not to mention other vendors that might be there. Um, 
I don't know who else is going to be there beyond other golf course owners. I don't know if there'd be any other event planners there. My, my hunch is that there wouldn't be, but uh, maybe indirectly there would be somebody who knows somebody else. Okay. What do you like? Uh, so based on the conversation, based on what she said, what do you want to do? Well, obviously I think the three biggest reasons that I would want to do this. Number one, if I could find some way for her to scrape money in the budget to make it worth it financially, um, that's a win to me. Yep. I think if I could bring my iPhone and set up a tripod and get additional footage that could make my speaking rail even a little bit better, I think that would be a win. I think being able to start, I don't really have a speaking resume to this point because there's nothing to put on it, but mm -hmm. being able to say that I spoke at this event would be another win for me. Um, and potentially getting a quote from her could be a win. I think meeting this CEO guy could be a win. So those are all like little wins. You know, I don't think they're worth it to go into debt, but um, as I'm thinking about what I could present to her, there are a couple of options that I wanted to shoot off you to see if I should be strongly considering this. Cool. Fire away. Uh, so this, uh, this event is in Indianapolis. Uh, I have a bunch of Southwest points. It's how I usually fly. And it looks like I have enough points that I could pretty easily cover the flight with points. Okay. I also have a bunch of ho hotel points um, that I could burn on a trip like this for one night, probably. Um, so my one thought was, would be like, hey, could you scrape up $500 or $800 or $1,000? I'll cut my fee in half to pay me and I'll take care of travel. Okay. Um, or I could, if I didn't want to make this a profitable thing at all, I could just say, listen, I think I could find some fairly cheap flights. If you cover me getting there and put me up for a night in a hotel, I'll, you know, I'll do it for free, you know, maybe if you, if you let me set up my camera or, um, you know, something like that where she, they cover travel and I basically say, I'll do a pro bono. Do you, um, real quick on that. Do you know if the event is at a hotel or if is it, is it hosted at like a country club or a golf course or somewhere else? Uh, I have the page pulled up right here. It the reason I is, ask, go ahead. It's at a club. It's at, it looks like it's at a golf club. Me. Um, because typically if they're at hotels, they're going to have some type of like, they're going to have some type of sweetheart deal anyway. Um, and so it's a little bit simpler for them to be like, no, no, it's no big deal for us to cover your room. Um, so if it's not, then it's not there. You may see there may still be, because it sounds like this is a, this would be a state conference. And so people are still having to travel and it's not like a bunch of just local people or would it be? Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, I think people are going to be doing some traveling. Okay. So they probably still have some type of like conference hotel, um, that they may have some type of, of discount rate. So, um, okay. Carry on. What were you saying as, as kind of the other potential wins or, or things you're considering? Yeah, I do see that here. They have a, you know, hotel rooms available at the holiday and express for a certain fee. So anyway, those were the two potential pitches I was thinking of doing to her where, Hey, for this reduced fee, I'll cover my own travel or, I won't even ask for a speaking fee if you'll cover my travel. Um, do you think either of those stand out as a better option for me or is there something I'm not even thinking of? Or well, I think, should I chalk this up as, a, as an L and not do it? No, I don't think it's necessarily like you seem excited about it. Um, this um, one of the things that's kind of intriguing on it is it happens really, really soon. So um, on, 
on one hand, I was, I'm thinking like, all right, is it worth like holding out for a whole nother year before the event thinking maybe she would have the money then, but maybe not. And also it's not to say that just because she would have you speak this year doesn't mean she wouldn't have you speak again next year. Um, so, um, one thing that again, you've heard us talk about is this is a long-term relationship business. And so there's a, I can think of, uh, several times where, uh, early in my career, um, uh, like someone took a risk on me, I took a risk on them and it paid off in more ways than how much the amount of the check was for, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, in the long-term perspective. So, um, so you seem pretty intrigued by doing it. So I would, I'd, let's figure out a way to do it. Um, so what I would go back to her with is, um, I think it's okay if you just, if you straight up tell her something to the effect of like, Hey, I, I would really love to be a part of this. Um, she knows your, um, your up and coming as a speaker. Um, and so it's not like, um, you're like, Hey, here's the fee, take it or leave it. And if you don't take it, that's fine. I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. So I don't think you have to do that. Um, but I think you could just straight up ask her, like, listen, I would love to do this. Um, just shoot straight with me. What financially, what do you feel like you could do? Um, cause the reality is, and you can tell her and, and she knows this, but it's good to point it out to her. The reality is, is it's going to cost me, it's going to cost some money to get out there for travel expenses, for airfare, for hotel, for rental car, for meals, for gas, for all those things. So just to point out, like, I would love to be a part of it, but uh, it, it's going to be, you know, there's expenses for me getting there. Um, and so I would just kind of leave the ball in her court to see how she responds. Uh, cause okay. she may say, she may say, okay, I, what you're kind of what you're going for is like, what's a flat dollar amount that they can do. So she's like, I got $500. Um, great. I'll take $500 and I can, I'll, most of that may cover my travel. Um, most of it, or maybe able to pocket some of it and know that, um, you're just using a lot of points, which, you know, whichever you prefer there is fine. Um, so I would ask her for that. The other thing I would say though, is I would go back to the two other, um, things that she could provide for you that, um, don't cost her anything. So one would be asking if they're planning on videoing the session or the session that you or just the conference in general, because if they are, if they're bringing in some type of film crew at all, and it may just be like, we're having, you know, um, uh, Carl, who has a really nice camera and is a member of the club, he's going to set up and shoot. Awesome. I would like that footage. Um, so that's an easy thing that she can provide to you. And the other thing would be the recommendations and introductions. So what you would tell her is, um, here's something else that would be valuable for me. Assuming I do a great job for you and I'm great to work with and check on all those boxes. And this is predicated on that. I have to deliver on my part. But assuming I do, something that would be valuable to me would be continuing to connect with other people in the golf industry that would be that I would be a good fit for and they would be reasonable they would be realistic potential clients for me. So if I do a good job, I would love for you to introduce me to five other people who you think um, who are in a similar role, maybe in a different state or just in this industry that I would be a great fit for their event. And so if you're able to do, you know, 500 bucks or a thousand dollars or 750 bucks, um, I'll cover all of my travel out of that. And, um, and either you're cool with uh, me getting video footage or me just setting up and shooting, which I don't think she would care because you're just videoing your own talk. Um, and then making those introductions, if we can do that, that we'll make it work. Um, and so I would approach it from, from that standpoint. Okay. Yeah. I feel pretty good about that. I think the only thing I would worry about is that if, if in her head, she kind of feels like, you know what, registration's down. I have a 
good enough conference already. Like I'm really, I'm already kind of moving past this. And if she, if she would come back to me and be like, you know what, I, can we just maybe talk about next year? Like, I think it's, I don't really think I have money or it's worth it for me. If she would somehow spin it like that, I feel like that might put me in a spot where I would suddenly have no leverage to. Yeah. So at that point, your options are either one, like, okay, tell you what, if you have a spot, I'm willing to come because the, the financial piece is the only piece that's holding her back. Her making introductions for you isn't costing Mm -hmm. her anything. And so regardless of her budget, she should be able to do that. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so then you just decide like, okay, if worst case scenario, she comes back and she says, I, uh, I, I love, I love you. I think this would be awesome. Uh, I literally have none dollars in the budget. Then you just have to make the decision. Is it worth doing? And like I said, um, I, I don't know that I would necessarily immediately rule it out. Um, you just kind of run the math and figure out like, okay, if I use these points and these points and these points, my out of pocket is going to be X. And so I just got to decide if that's worth it. Um, uh, so that's, that's kind of the way I would, I would approach that. But, um, okay. you know, like we talked about, like, I'll give you a quick example. I remember early in my career, a, um, there was an event in, in Oklahoma. It was about four hours away. Um, and a buddy couldn't do it. And he referred me to do it. And the lady was like, I got $500 and that's it. And I didn't have a flight or anything, but $500 gas, hotel, meals, like it's going to be near break even, you know? So I was like, I'm just looking for an at bat. Right. Um, and out of that, um, this random little conference, this, um, for the state organization, the wife of the national director happened to be in the audience and was like, you did awesome. And I'm calling my husband and she did. And he turned around like within a week or two and booked me for several other national conferences. Um, wow. so that was a huge win. And then that lady, um, who had the $500, uh, a couple of years later, she was a part of a different organization and she ended up bringing me in to do, um, a crap load of presentations, bought a ton of books and it was like a $40,000 contract. Um, so, I mean, I can point to tens of thousands of dollars in speaking fees and in revenue that started from a relationship from a $500 event. So that's where I'm, I'm again, you never know who's in the room. Um, if you can take it, if it's not, if it's a reasonable at bat, um, and it makes sense, then go for it. Um, where you, where you might be hesitant if it's like, Hey, um, uh, you live in Pennsylvania. This event is in San Francisco, um, where, or New York city or stupid or somewhere like, it's really expensive. Um, we, there's going to be three people in the room and we need you to give five presentations. Um, and we can't, we're not doing anything for you. You're just kind of like, eh, it's just at that point, I just, I count the cost. It's not worth it. But in this case, um, worst case scenario, it may still be worth it for you. Okay. I like that. Um, last question. She hasn't been great with the email to mm-hmm. this point. If I do send this email tomorrow, which will be two weeks before the conference, uh, and I don't hear from her all day or two days or three days, yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to burn a bridge, obviously, for future, but I'd yeah. assume you would suggest that I just keep following up every couple of days until I do get something. Yeah, at this point, I probably wouldn't email her. I'd call her. I'd call her tomorrow morning. Um, okay. because the other thing is like, they're just, they're on the timeline and like, you've already talked. So it's not like you're catching her off guard. Um, you told her you'd be getting back with her soon. So she, this shouldn't be out of the, the ordinary of what she would expect. So yeah, I would, I'd call her first thing in the morning. Um, okay. and, um, try to try to lock it down. 
All right. Well, uh, that's what I'm going to do then. Cool, man. You feel good? Yeah. Yeah. I feel good. I'm, I'm hopeful that something can come of this. All right. We're all sitting on pins and needles. I'm, I'm super eager to see how this plays out here. This is going to be, <laughs> this could be the, the goal here that we talked about from the beginning was two things. One was to, for you to have a system that you could feel like you can repeatedly find and book gigs. And two is to get your first paid gig. Um, now also like this paid gig could come in a lot of different forms. If you go there and you book multiple gigs out of it, or you, um, you know, as a result of it, you pick up some consulting clients that are worth several thousand dollars. Like that's, that's a paid gig. Check that box. Um, so I'm, I'm eager to see what, uh, what comes with tomorrow's conversation. And, and if it ends up working out, really eager to see two weeks from now, how the, how the event itself goes, um, which is fun for the recording because if it was like, Hey, um, I may have just booked my first event, but it's not for like eight months. And it's a long time for us right. as an audience to wait to see how this plays out. Um, so, um, yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah, and an interesting twist of fate. This is a little bit meta, but today actually was the day that the first episode dropped. The first the episode first is first conversation that we did, you know, a few months back. So yep, yep, indeed, kind of interesting. Very much so. Uh, so let us know. Um, uh, let me know, and then collectively we will let everyone know uh, how tomorrow morning goes, and we'll go from there. Sounds good. All right, man. Nice job. All right, there you go, friends. Hope you enjoyed that uh, part seven of this eight-part series. We have one more week, one more finale that we're going to be bringing to you in this series with Brian Elaine. Hope you've enjoyed it. Hope you've learned a lot. Hope it's been encouraging and inspiring to you in your own speaking journey. If you are someone who wants uh, the Speaker Lab's help in finding and booking paid speaking engagements, then I would encourage you to go to thespeakerlab.com slash apply. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash apply. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. Again, you don't want to miss next episode. It is a powerful, powerful episode. I think you're going to really get uh, a lot from here in the final part of this, uh, this series. So join us for that. We'll catch you next time. You're awesome.